Episode 50, Photo Facts Podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today. Sponsored by Imaging USA, the PPA's annual worldwide convention. How was that? Was that a good radio voice? Sure. Okay. Jim, take it away. Tell us about our guest speaker today. Who's in the dating room? Now, we didn't talk about your last name. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Moshe Moshe right? Yep. Uh, the last name probably needs its own podcast. It's it's Zeusman. Zeusman. Okay. There Zeusman. we go. I think we I have... would guess that one better than Moshe. <laughs> okay. So we have Moshe Zeusman with us today. He is a speaker that is scheduled to speak on I don't know what day, but. At the Imaging USA, <laughs> uh, and uh, we're glad to have him. Um, it's it's going to be a great a great time. I can tell already. Happy to be on the podcast on the show. You know, and actually, it's awesome. I, I have to admit, right now, we had no idea who you were. Actually, it's all right. The previous speaker, we had no idea either. So I went on and looked at your website, and sir, I have to give you great applause because. There are a lot of people that can do photography well in one area. You do photography awesome in very many areas. Thank that's you. that's absolutely incredible. So I think just because of my satisfaction, you know, we don't really care about our listeners that much since the reason we have no sponsors. So why are you, um, I guess, hitting so many different industries where a lot of other speakers are telling you to specialize? Um. Well, that's pretty much one of the topic of one of my favorite classes, which is a business class. Um, I started photography as a hobby, but it transitioned super fast into a, a business and a career. Um, I, I started with social parties, photography back home, uh, quickly transitioned into weddings as soon as I picked up an SLR. But weddings, when I, when I moved to the U.S., I realized that weddings are only being shot on the weekends. And wanting to hold a camera seven days a week, I realized I have to do other stuff too. Of course, you have engagement sessions, but that's not enough. So um, I was lucky in many ways because I got introduced into uh, some people in a PR company who um, had me tag along and photograph food in restaurants and cocktails and then um, random portraits. So I started building a portfolio that was pretty diversified from the first day. Uh, during the weekends, I was doing weddings, and on the weekdays, I was trying everything. Um, someone once told me, it's not good to be a jack of all trades. We've all, we all heard that. But um, what I decided to do is to become a master of all trades. So I didn't want to just be good at weddings and suck at everything else or just be kind of doing mediocre work. I really decided to excel at almost everything that I'm going to charge money for at least. So uh, I've learned a lot. I'm mostly self-taught, pretty much all self-taught. Um, I don't read photography books or I never graduated from any school of photography, but I take some workshops and classes. Most of what I do is get inspired. Um, so uh, everything, everything that I see, um, I try to just do it differently and better. And wow. that's, that's what built the portfolio that I have. That's that's absolutely amazing. I love the way you said that. You know, the jack of all trades basically assumes that you can't be a master in all, but you've proven us wrong because I've seen the work on the website and it's absolutely mind blowing. I Thank think you. I do fairly good at wedding photography. I can manage some food photography, 
But when it comes to some other stuff, it's like, really? Do we have to have those big shadows in fashion? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and not all, you know, it started from the bottom. Uh, there are photos that I've had on my first website 10 years ago that I would never show now. Uh, embarrassing stuff. Even You know how it is. Even, even now, looking one year back, I'm thinking, how the hell did I deliver that to this kind of this type of this client and it not, may not be in the wedding or in, in the uh, uh, family photos but you know other stuff that I've done I look at it and it's like that that's that's embarrassing so we always try to get better um, and that's when I weeded out things that I don't necessarily do well out of my website and focused on what I do well but if I feel that I'm doing good in more than three categories why not have all of those on the website oh I, I think you did a lot better than several categories I was I continued to click on architecture and weddings and food, and I just kept thinking, oh, my God, is there no limit to what this guy's capabilities are? It's just absolutely incredible. So, okay, so let's not build your head up too much because no, I'm going to have a not. drink with you one day. But So let's talk about your program at Image in USA. What okay. do you hope that the attendees are going to get from your program? What do you want them to walk away from? I... I'll tell you what I want him to walk away from. I want him to become masters of wedding photography. And, and where I'm going with this is, is here, here it is. Uh, I ask this every time I do a class. How long is the average wedding? You tell me uh, how long is your average wedding in, in hours? How many hours from beginning to end? Uh, mine's unlimited. I don't do, not, I have no not, limited day. Yeah. Not the, char the, the charge, the hours you give a client, but... From beginning to end, how long do you, how many hours are you at a wedding? Generally, average. Eight hours, ten hours? Uh, average, 14 hours. 14 hours. How many yes. hours of those 14 are the reception? Uh, if it's a really nice wedding, it's a solid four hour. It's a, it's a four hours reception. Easy. Four hours, sometimes, uh, sometimes more, sometimes less. But it's almost half of your wedding day. That, that's absolutely. A lot of the stuff is getting ready. There's a lot of transition, a lot of transport. But right. the big part is that reception. It's the party. Exactly. And when you photograph a corporate event uh, in a hotel or a ballroom, that's pretty much the entire event is a reception. Yes, but absolutely. Go, yeah. But let's go back to weddings. You photograph a wedding, you charge people for an average of 10 hours, and four or five of those are indoor. Your photos are great during the day. You do great portraits, getting ready, a lot of stuff with available light or one-off camera light when you're doing groups and portraits outside. You walk into the reception, and 95% of the photographers forget everything they want to do and just stick to what they can do, which is on-camera flash or one-off camera light, and they produce photos that I'm not afraid to say suck compared to what they did earlier in the day. Oh my God! Did he just used a suck word. <laughs> I did. That's great. You know what? Hey, you just let it all hang out there. This is uh, all. If you want to do I it, what my photographer friends and people that take my class say. They they admit. They say, you know, we do great on almost every part of the wedding day. We get into the venue and we have the harsh lighting and the shadows and we don't know how to handle the lighting. So we just do what's safe. On camera flash, high ISO, just blast and deal with post production later. Or I, bounce, I, bounce. You're absolutely correct. And use reflectors and bouncing and all kinds of tools out there. But there's no consistency. 
And I, another thing that I, I realized that a lot of photographers, they charge a decent amount of money and people invest a lot on their wedding day, but the photos don't really represent sometimes what the party looked like because we just didn't capture the right colors. And so what I did is uh, about five years ago, one of my best friends and assistant at the time, second shot with me a wedding, um, showed me a little trick he did, uh, and I call it a trick, but it's not, it's a technique actually, where he uh, used a pocket wizard on camera and popped three, four Nikon flashes around the room. And I said, that's really cool. I came back home and I looked at my photos next to his, and I still have here in my studio a sample album from that wedding. My photos and his are sometimes in the same page, and you can see the difference. So I looked at it and said, holy moly, I really want my photos to look like that. So I took his technique and I tweaked it over three years. It took me to perfect it and tweak it and find the missing elements that there were, there, they ha he had um, uh, and kind of make it my own. So after a few years, I realized that this really works well. What I achieved was consistent exposure in every image. Also photographing in safe speeds, not dragging the shutter to safe speed, shutter speeds that are considered not safe, quote unquote. Um, Post-production has reduced from hours to minutes, literally. And so I realized that we have lighting that is perfect for every venue. Right. And that's, that's what we did about a year and a half ago. We actually produced a, a video called Perfect Venue Lighting. And we've been, I've been doing this class for three years now, all over the country, at WPPI, at, at uh, um, Sorry, the, in New York, imaging, uh, not imaging, you say. Uh, photo photo, photo Expo. Expo. I've been doing workshops um, in Atlanta, in D.C., in Maryland, in Virginia. Everybody that uses it and is not afraid and intimidated by giving it a shot comes back and says how much they love it because they're able to control the light and not being controlled by the light. Oh, I that like class, that. That class is exactly this. That's what I'm showing people, how it started, how it progressed, and, and literally doing a live demo with people in the room to show them the capabilities of this, of this technique. Um, people that have tried it really loved it. Some people don't like it. That's fine. It, that may not work for everybody, but it does work. I think it sounds amazing. I I do something similar. I bet you not even to, to your standards because I've seen your lighting. Uh, there's a shot on your website that has a couple dancing. It's a very wide angle shot. I can see two lights backlit, and just based on the light on the face, you have at least one main light coming. Oh, from I, I know which one you're talking about, and it's a very it's sort of. Uh, a lot of warm lighting in it, and it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's shot in Pittsburgh in a very one of the biggest venues I've ever photographed. Um, so we use that system there, and it's funny because uh, if you pull this image in high resolution on an HD TV, you can recognize faces all the way in the back of the room, which is another element uh, is a result of that system. You don't have those dark shadows anymore in the background. You can control it if you want to tone down the background, create some more intimate lighting. That's doable. But you're not restricted with just on-camera flash or one off-camera light, and you can create consistent lighting almost everywhere in the room. Yeah, I was I was off, absolutely impressed with the light, and it was. It's, it's one of my favorite photos, I'll be honest, uh, and it's still part of my presentation. It's on the website. I've, I've done that wedding almost four years ago, but it's it's one of my favorite shots.
That that's amazing. Okay, so since we're talking technical, but I don't want to divulge too much your class. I want people to go to your class. Well, so they have full. to see it to believe because a lot of people are just simply intimidated by Flash, and I say it with, I say it with all honesty because I was one of those people, and Me a lot too. of my students are. Uh, yeah. That's why a lot of people call themselves. It's it's kind of a term that people sometimes laugh at. I don't because I used to do it too, but I used to call myself uh, a lifestyle. Uh, natural light photographer. Yeah. Well, I'll, <laughs> yep. I'll say, oh, I, I use available light. Well, I know at least from my experience that it's because I was afraid of using not available light. <laughs> I make more lights available to me by adapting off-camera flash, and it's not just for the reception. It's for almost everything that, that I do, but, but not always on the same token because not every time I need off-camera light. Uh, I think it's awesome. Uh, we tease about that a lot. We're uh, we're both Nikon shooters and probably shoot flash 99% of the time, indoor, outdoor. It's just either as a fill light, a main light, it's constantly being used. And when we have people that come up and they show up to a wedding with a 50 mil lens, you know, high ISO, and they're constantly looking, can I get the 12,800 ISO? Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, I'm a natural light photographer. I don't want anything to be un unnatural. And I'm like, no, you're using a flash. That's true. And, and a 50 millimeter will get you some pretty good images. But you're going to – and that's what I do sometimes during a wedding. I just drop everything down, take a long lens, wide aperture, and just play, take 100 macro, and just create some beautiful first dance shots. But for the bulk of the party, which means a lot of people, fast action, you need the wide shots or the zoomed-in shots, you want consistency in the exposure. You don't want to walk into one corner of the room and have to change your complete, completely change your settings or decide where to bounce the flash to. And Sometimes there's nothing to bounce it from. So you're saying, okay, this photo will just look great in black and white. Let's make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is. He just took the words like right out of my mouth. And and it's true because I used to do it. So I'm not <laughs> thinking of anyone. I'm I'm literally, you know, the best thing for me to do is just critique myself. I'm thinking about how I how I used to do it. And it's beautiful to see the difference. I'm looking at my work. I even have a sample photo from the same venue five years apart and how great it lo looks now, how crappy it looked later uh, looked before. Um, I think that photographers, once they understand lighting, uh, and this is another thing that this class is about, once they understand it, they will not be afraid to use it. If you just hand someone, hey, here's some flashes, throw them and make it work, they're not gonna, they're gonna be afraid of it. Even if they luckily got a good shot, they're not gonna know how to implement that system in a different location that has different venue layout. Um, in my class, I, I go through maybe five minutes of physics, understanding how light works and they get it. They really, when you start seeing their heads nodding, you know that you got through. And that next time they'll actually understand how to troubleshoot the lighting. Um, and, and really that's what this class is about. Give photographers a bigger tool, uh, better tools to produce better photos. In the grand scheme of things, a lot of people ask me, why are you teaching, even in DC, in your area, all the competition? Um, I used to say there is no competition, and even if there is, let's say there is a competition, if photographers all got better at the same time, then we would actually be able to make a living off this industry. Uh, and that's, that's really what it's about. I, I do it full time, and uh, 
I want to be able to support my family with what I do, not not just treat it as a hobby uh, like most people think it is. So if my peers are doing weddings that are inexpensive, that makes it harder for me to charge what I charge. So if everybody got better, we could actually because there's going to be all there's always going to be weddings. There's weddings for everybody in this market. There's millions of weddings a year, but there aren't millions of wedding photographers. So think about it. And I, I, that that's I mean I love the way you're thinking. I mean we've always thought there's no competition. You know you're being hard for yourself. There, there really isn't a competition. Your competition is not the people that are as good as you. Your competition is the majority that is less expensive than you. That's what makes people that sit in front of you think, why should I pay you five times more than the other person? Well, the photos speak for themselves, but at the end of the day, it's still five, five times more money than others. So some people sacrifice it. Wow. It's That's just raising, it's, but the goal is to raise the bar. I know it sounds very... Uh, no, no, it doesn't. But it's not. I really do want people to be to get better at what they do. So know, we had a we had an interview recently with another photographer, and he mentioned something that really stuck with Jim and I. And he said that high tide floats all boats. If we can raise the bar, it would raise everything up. Exactly. Exactly. And I I love the way you're thinking. So along those lines, and I love the 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 positive energy you're talking about the industry. What has the PPA meant for you? I'm sorry? Has the PPA helped you? What it, you know, since you're going to the Imogen, I'm assuming you're a PPA member. I am obviously. a PPA member. Um, luckily, I've heard one of your podcasts uh, earlier. I was listening to it. Oh. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I never had to use the resources, PPA, as far as uh, insurance protection here. I know you guys had some camera theft. Um, but PPA has been a good resource. My first ever contract was something I got from PPA. Um, I've attended only one Imaging USA conference uh, because it always happens on the time that I was already booked. Um, but the one I've, I've been to was great. Actually, I'm sorry, I've been to two of them, and they've been great. Um, it's, it's good to know that you're part of a body, part of a, uh, an organization that takes care of all photographers. And even if I, even if at the very minimum I have the PPA badge and the merits or, or the pin, it's good that you're associated and affiliated with such a great organization that there's a lot of other photographers that it did a lot more for than I needed it for me. So uh, I think it's a great organization. Um, I've only, I've been with PPA for five years, or sorry, seven years, and uh, WPPI is the other organization I'm a member of. And it, 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 Always felt good to, to have that affiliation. Great, that's that's awesome, Jim. You're gonna chime in here. Or you're gonna sit in the dark. I think you're doing a great job. I don't really oh, know. Oh, uh, I think I'm um, doing a great job. Okay, well, yes. while we're on the conversation of equipment, I can't help but keep staring at that gorgeous film camera that's back in the back over your shoulder. Is that a Nikon FM? Uh, no. Um, these are actually antiques that I have never used. I've been doing photography for only 11 years. So uh, inside of a, an Olympus EE that was my brother's camera and I clicked it when I was seven, I've never shot film in my life. Um, I started 11 years ago in the digital age. These are antiques that I collected. A friend gave me a few. So I have a Polaroid, a couple of uh, Pentaxes. Uh, I actually have... Canon's first DSLR, uh, a D30, not a 30D, a D30. Yes. It's, uh, yes. 
a three megapixel camera from roughly 13 years ago, and uh, and a couple of medium formats, but uh, no Nikon here. I'm sorry. <gasps> oh my God! Don't tell me you're a Canon shooter. I am. Okay, why should I always get a man crush on the Canon shooters? What is going on around here? Um, I don't think it's a man crush. I think. Most <laughs> <laughs> people, well, he is an, a Mac. He is a Mac user, though. I think oh, hey. Canon always works for me. You know, and as you can it's see, fun. there is a uh, there is a Mac Mini over there on the. The, under okay, the t- under let me turn this around, show you a little more. It's hard to turn the iMac, but this yeah. is where we meet my... Uh, wow. So we have um, a viewing station, uh, a TV, a big screen, a living room set up. Um, I used to work from home and meet clients at home, so when I got this space, I literally replicated what I had been doing at home that worked so well for me, meeting people in the living room environment, um, knowing no distractions, um, a nice consultation, big screen, show them the images with music in the background. Um, and I do this entire slideshow cu- customer presentation in my class. So uh, you probably, if you come into my class at Imaging, you'll see it too. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. Well, now, just because we shoot Nikon doesn't mean that we're like camera snobs. And I have to say that uh, Canon has really put Nikon in its place with the, uh, that new 600 RT flash. It that is absolutely great. incredible. It is a great tool. Um, I used to trigger off-camera flashes with Pocket Wizards, which is great, extremely reliable, really best I've ever used, and I still work with Pocket Wizards when I need to. Um, ever since Canon came up with the 600s, uh, this has been my my go-to wireless triggering system when I use Speedlights. Um, I, I use it sometimes when I'm on the go, Every wedding, every reception, every indoor event I have to photograph, a lot of corporate events, conferences, um, and it's extremely consistent. So I really, really do love that. And I'm sure Nikon is going to catch up and, and design something similar of their own and and so on. But, uh, you know, there's always uh, that leap that one company makes and the other one catches up and goes a little bit above. And then that's how, they, that's how it works. Who's pushing that bar up? They play tag. Yes, yeah, they, they do. sure do. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're a little bit lagging behind. But that's okay. We'll catch up, maybe or not. Who knows? So, you know, uh, have you heard any rumors? An extra, an extra tool. Uh, everything is achievable, both Canon, Nikon, and so on. It's it's just a tool. Right. Okay. So, all right. So let's have a Bazinga question. Jim, you got a Bazinga question for him today? Uh, completely out of the box. What do you got? Uh, let's see. What I have earlier. Uh, do you have you ever? <laughs> have you ever been in a bar fight? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still scarred from it. I have a deformed knuckle because of that. Wow. Okay, so you no, you just can't say yes. you got to give us some details. This is the insight to who you are as a person and as a photographer. I was at a bar. Image created. I was at a bar, and one of my friends, um, my best friend, had a, a first date which he brought. It was a club, a bar at a club. And he was a little too drunk, and he got into a little bit of a show-off mode, so um, he picked a fight with the wrong guy, with one of the bouncers. Yeah, so one thing led to another, and we are fighting uh, 15 bouncers. Me, I am not a physical type, but that's that's how it happened, so that's that's the short version of it. Wow, that is incredible. Jim, 
applause to your Bazinga question. That was really good. I can't take credit for it because I had a list of things that I had grabbed a long time ago. And that uh, was that was going to be questions to good. ask uh, interviewees. Yeah, because so. I'm uh, the next female we have on. I'm going to ask if she hears a song <laughs> while she's shooting. <laughs> into a bar fight, you should ask her that question. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to no, say. No, that's a great question. Yeah. I'm yeah, sure. when was the last time you were in a bar fight? <laughs> yeah, really. That's awesome. Well, you know what? Do you have any sponsors you want to go ahead and give a shout-out to? Me? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Um, All I, right. Give I them a shout-out. I didn't know it's allowed. There's, oh, absolutely. There's a few companies that I work with that really – I start working them when I was doing photography. When I started teaching workshops – and at conferences all over the country, they really supported me from the beginning. And uh, one of them is the Mac Group, which um, is uh, Pocket Wizards and Kupo Clamp. And I, uh, Bay Photo is one of my biggest sponsors, Bay Photo Lab. Um, great people. Uh, and every company, I have to say, every company I partner with and are, are sponsors, I first was a user of them. And I enjoy their products before we did anything beyond that. So uh, when, I, when I say they support me, uh, it's mutual. I support them and they support me. And Bay Photo is one of them. Um, B&H, of course, um, they're like family to me. Um, Canon, our most recent uh, sponsor. And uh, Profoto, Profoto Lighting, that's one of my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. And of course, I work with uh, Tether Tools a lot. Everything has to do with tethering. Uh, they're my go-to uh, Think Tank photo. I, I have to admit I have more than 12 bags from Think Tank <laughs> because there's never that perfect bag. <laughs> right, right. You know I like that. I'm the same boat. I have two rolling cases, a couple of gear bags. Shoes, okay? There, you have to have one case. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and I, I say it as a guy, too. Um, but really, <laughs> B&H, Pro Photo, those are like the really the biggest – companies that support me in my classes and photo walks and all those appearances in my everyday photography. Well, that's all. We're going to make sure we put links on all those sponsors on the show notes so they get a little bit of love from you, and we really appreciate it. Now, before we sign off, okay, before we sign off, what are, I guess in my mind I'm thinking, are you, doing, are you going to do anything out of the box either at your presentation or after a presentation? Are you having any kind of special events that you're going to sponsor or maybe uh, one of your sponsors are sponsoring that you can tell the, the people about? Well, that's that sounds – well, uh, okay, so I'd love to. Um, I recently did the Ask Me Anything um, on the PPA website on the loop, and it was okay. great. A lot of people had so many questions about my class but also – reached out to me afterwards in messages and said, can you answer this? Can you answer that? So aside of my uh, – sorry, phone's ringing. Let's cancel that. That's okay. You can, you can pick it up if you like. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pick a call. No, it's okay. It's, it's just customers. Um, <laughs> it's a Saturday evening. I mean, come on. So he, he turned down money to talk to us, Jim. Hey, that's awesome. Thank that's you. That's awesome. All right, um, go ahead. <laughs> I didn't say I turned on money. <laughs> <laughs> so aside of my actual class, which is about two hours on Tuesday morning, um, I will be there for the rest of that afternoon to do any follow-up Q&As. I am doing some one-on-one -on -one classes with people that scheduled it. In between and aside of working the trade show, 
I'm, I would love to schedule a, a couple hours of either a happy hour or a one-on-one -on -one hangout. I'm sorry, not a one-on-one, -on -one, a group hangout where I can answer as many questions as I can because I'm an open book. Anybody that knows me knows that. I'd love to answer questions. Um, and I have no limits to the amount of information I want to share because I also learn through that from other people's methods and systems and how they do things. Um, so if you guys have any idea of your own about setting up maybe either on uh, Sunday or Monday afternoon, a get-together happy hour that's open to anybody who wants to join us, I'm happy to. Um, maybe one of the sponsors of that, uh, that conference will also pick that up, so we're not sure yet. I, I just thought about it the other day. Well, I think that's a great idea. Uh, Jim? Can we uh, let's put that on the show notes and maybe yeah. we can send an email out to uh, our contact, the BPA Sarah, and see if that's something she might want to spearhead. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll run the flag up the pole and see if it flies. Sure. And worst uh, case scenario, we'll come find you. We'll fire up our iPads. We'll go live low tech and just uh, we'll just start grabbing people out of the crowd and say, hey, come ask them a question. That sounds good. I'll be there. I get in on Sunday uh, afternoon, and uh, I don't have too many official commitments, so I'm happy to see you guys and hang out. That would be All awesome. Right. That sounds awesome. Okay, Jim, you want to sign us off there? All right. Yes, sure. I'll hit the stop button. No. Oh, is that it? That's what you're going to do is hit the stop button? That's all I'm going to do. Ended. That ended, so... No, that's great. That's great. Uh, thanks to you. Uh, I'm going to say your name one more time. Moshe? Moshe. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. That sounds yeah, sexy, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Most All, right. All right, awesome. Thank you very much, and we're signing off. Thank you for listening, and go to his class.